Welcome to the Artist Academy podcast, a place where we focus on the business side of art to help you attract more customers, increase profits, and ultimately live a life of creative freedom. I'm your host, Andrea Earhart, and today we have another episode of the Quit Your Day Job series where I interview members of the Artist Academy Advanced, our private group mentoring program geared to helping artists thrive. I'm interviewing Jody Trulio, who is based in Hawaii and has been a member of the Academy for over two years. So we know each other pretty well. The main thing I took from Jody's interview can be put into one word, diversification. She's doing paint parties, murals, art shows, and even illustrating books. We chat about all the ways Jody is making money with her art and has been able to quit her day job. So hopefully it gives you some clues as to how to do it for yourself too. So let me know what you think about this week's episode with Jody Trulio. So you are a busy bee lately and you've recently quit your job. So now let's talk about that. <laughs> yeah, so- that was very interesting. I, I had been planning, like I was trying to like get all my ducks in a row for this whole transition and the mandate kind of did it for me. <laughs> and, um, I, you know, it was like, you kind of expected it, but you weren't expecting it. I have just finished talking to my supervisor saying, hey, I think in about a month or two, I'll be really out of here. And so I don't know if you noticed, but I'm really helping transitioning the student to be sufficient on his own. And so I I was a behavior, uh, like kind of like a behavior therapist. So anyways, long story short, I get an email from the agency I was working the night before saying, hey, um, you need to be vaccinated by tomorrow. So you can't go onto the school site. So I was like, okay, well, I guess I'm not going to work. So I was like, why is the one day heads up? It was a Sunday. I was supposed to go into work on Monday. So anyways, I was just like, okay. So they took me off schedule and I was just kind of like having a small pity party. And I was just reminded of myself as we moved here two years ago. Okay. I'm going to give myself two years left in this field and I'm going full time. And it was exactly two years. Maybe it was, that was September 5th, 2019. And I lost my job September, officially September 13th. Oh, wow. Okay. So everything kind of happens for a reason. Yeah. Or everything happens. Already, I already put it out there that I was, this is what my whole desire was to do. And it just kind of like did the whole thing for me, you know, and it's, I kind of laughed because I was like, you know, everybody talks about they want their ducks in the row before they do something else. And sometimes we just got to like step out in faith and hope that, <laughs> I hope that there's like steps that keep us afloat, you know? Yeah. So I was blessed enough to have some savings to sustain this whole transition. So that's a good thing. And so I've been working on murals and my illustrations started picking up all of a sudden, like, all of these just this week, I got like six books on waiting list. Okay. So you moved from California and now you're mm-hmm. in Hawaii, right? And so mm-hmm. you have had a job as a, you said a behavior specialist? Uh, the official is a registered behavior technician. So what we do is we go in and we use ABA techniques with children on the spectrum or children that are, are emotionally disturbed. Like my student was borderline psychopath. Okay. <laughs> and <laughs> we're, we're having some really good strides with them. I mean, we just can only teach him the behaviors for him to remember to use. 
they're not like instilled in him. Like these are just like surviving behaviors for him to be able to survive out in the public. Okay, so you did that for two years on like here on the island, but I've done it for for more than ten years. Okay, okay. And so you, you moved from California to Hawaii and then you were you were doing that for two years and now you're full on art and the mandate has kind of per, like given you that push into it. Mm-hmm. And so now you are a full-time artist. Okay. So can I ask how much did you have saved up for this spot right now? Because a lot of people are, who are listening to this are like, okay, how much should I save? How many projects should I have ahead of time? So how much did you save and how many projects did you have? So I have, I literally have about six months worth of rent. Okay. I mean, my husband works, so it's, yeah. It wasn't like I'm completely on my own. I have about six months worth of rent that I put aside and then work. I don't have any, I didn't have any official work lined up. Oh, wow. Like this was just, I just was super busy. Like I was doing my day job and for my day job, going to my mural job and for my mural job coming home and then trying to do the illustrations that I had at the time. And I was just like, I don't have any time for anything. Like I don't have time for family. I don't have time for, to go outside and enjoy our beautiful, you know, area. And so, and I had a lot of people saying, you need to make more cards. You need to make this. Yeah. I have a lot of all these people ideas, which I love, but I'm just, I can't sleep if I do all that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you you had a lot going on and you were, you were very busy and you were, you were keeping busy, but they're like, from like this week on, you really didn't have anything planned. Okay. So that that was a bit scary. Yes, as soon as my day job stopped and then I finished some, some projects, I'm still waiting on finishing that mural job, I'm waiting for some work to be done for I could go into the next area. All of a sudden, I just slow down. I was like, oh. You're like, no, not right now. Well, however, I remember we were chatting on a a virtual meetup. I think it was last week. And you had mentioned that you were possibly going to get a like paint party type job kind of like a resident artist I guess it would be considered that I'd be the paint party person for a big hotel in Waikiki okay and so um they've contacted me like they've I'm already going to be part of their holiday market in some December and I don't have to they're not charging me this is like their first time rolling it out so I get to go and sell my art and I don't have to pay for the booth and which I've been doing that here for another market. I didn't, you have to pay, you know? And so, um, so which that was really good. And then the, the marketing, one of the marketing guys looked at my website, saw that, you know, I have my paint party still on there. And he was like, would you be interested in being the one and providing that for us, for our guests? I was like, Heck yeah, because if I could do that, that would be really good sustainable income while I'm creating art and trying to, you know, sell art pieces. Yeah. And anything that gets, you get paid with a paintbrush, I think is a really good thing. In the beginning, any, anything. I was like, I'll do, you mean to paint straight lines on the wall? Sure. Whatever. As long as I'm using a paintbrush, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. So how, how did they find you? So in this whole pandemic thing, I saw that there was a women's business society on Instagram and when the ladies that would come to the markets that my daughter and I do 
her daughter would do the little paint. I do like $5 paintings. They come get to paint $5. And so she was a part of that. And so we followed each other on Instagram. I saw that she was a part of this society. It's called Open Pine. And they really help women entrepreneurs like branch out and get, get to mingle, you know, with other business people. So one of the ladies there has a friend that works for this certain hotel. And she said, they're looking for artists or anybody that does, you know, that would be interested in doing, being a vendor for the holiday market. And I was like, doing my email, I'm like, yes, and off. And, and then, so they accepted me as that. And then they went on their own and asked me about the paint parties. So I was like, yes, because on the mainland in California, that was all my business was paint parties. Yeah. Okay. So before you moved out here to Hawaii, out here, out there, you would do a lot of paint parties out, out in California. But then once you moved to Hawaii, you really started over. It was like, okay, let's yeah. try this again. Let's build up a customer base and try to meet new people. So what I'm gathering from this, what you just said, so you basically joined a a B2B group, which is basically like a, a business to business group specifically for women. And through that, you met some, a woman who was part of another business and your businesses together are working together now because you went and joined that group. So what I'm trying to say is that anybody listening to this, that might be a good strategy for you is to take what Jody is doing and join those groups and meet other business people or, you know, whatever interest groups you want to be in because meeting people can open up doors as it did for you. And, you know, it started out to be just one thing and now it's compiling and now you're doing the paint parties for them, possibly cross our fingers. We're just going to say that yes. you're going to do them because it's yes. probably going to happen. <laughs> oh yeah. And that would be consistent stuff. It's all because you joined this, this women's group that, I mean, you were interested in as well and it's yeah. paying off. So that's one strategy. I stumbled upon your group on Facebook. And like, I don't know, it's been years. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. You've been in the academy for like two years or something. Yeah. Two or three years. Yeah. Yeah. It was a year, be year before we moved here. Oh, wow. Okay. So yeah, you've been in since we first started. Okay. It's been a little, yeah. a little over two years. Cause it's been, it's been about two and a half, almost three years since I opened it. Yeah. Cause I was, it was just the artist academy. It wasn't artist academy advanced. Oh so yeah. So I was part of that. And then, and then we switched over. So getting involved in like your interest groups is super important because you get, I mean, especially you, you give us like great information and tools and like all these, what to, how to, how to do like your photographs and everything. Like you just don't get that. Like you can't like meet another artist and they just don't share that stuff with you. Yeah. Yeah, it is. The art world does seem to be sometimes like artists just like hide in their studio and create things. And you're like, how did you do that? And they're like, it's my secret. Don't like, I think Girl, just a lot of hard work. Yes. Okay, great. Oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah, just put in more hours. Thanks. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I think Wendy posted in the Academy today. Did, did you see that one? She posted and yeah. she, she reached out to this artist that she admired and she had a really cool calendar. And she was like, hey, like, I love it. Like, oh my gosh, she, she was just enamored by this artist's calendar. She's like, where do you get it printed? And the artist wouldn't give her the name of the printing company. She said no. And Wendy was like taken back. So she wrote in the group. She's like, is anybody else like ran into this? You know what? I'm not sure what to think of it. And we were all just, we just started a discussion about it just today. But yeah, it's, yeah. But I mean, growing an art 
business is so tough sometimes, you know, like, especially in the beginning, it's like, let's just help each other out. When I first started my paint party business, that was like in 2010, when it became official, I had been doing them for years. But when it became official, I started to really, really research because it was like really big. And, and I was like, okay, well, how am I going to, am I pricing this right? And stuff. So I started calling other paint party business, nothing. Like really? they don't want to share anything. Wow. And so I just was kind of going off, like, what would I paint? I mean, my girlfriends went out. What would I pay? What would I feel comfortable paying for this? And so I started with a really simple price and it was like all the other party businesses were like lowering their prices because I was a really good price. And I was still making money and I was still able to have a college, a college student come and help me. And I was still paying her really good money. And then I had another young artist and he joined my group for a little bit, but his whole thing was he wanted to start his own pay party business. And he came from another studio who did not like to help. They just want to keep you working for them. And I was like, dude, you know, there's enough people out on this California. I can't like serve all of California. There's no possible way. So I would give him tips and how to's. And it was really, I mean, if you're going to start, if you want to start an art paint party business is the low, you have low overhead is really cheap to start. All you need is paint brushes, canvases. You don't need easels right away and people that want to paint. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about that really quick. So since you have a lot of experience with starting paint parties and now you're getting back into it and it just seems like a really good way. And, and like Nuria is in it too. She, she does that some in, out in California and yeah. I just, I feel like I've done them, you know, local artists here, have, like everybody's kind of done them or seen them done. So what are your tips for getting that started? You said you have, you have low overhead. Where do you buy your supplies? Like at, at Hobby Lobby or Michael's? Michael's. Michael's was like, big because like you could get the 11 by 14 which is a really good introductory size to start with anyways and you can get those what eight to a pack for like 10 bucks okay if you are a mem like one of those members you get you will cure like michael's bucks and so you then you can use it toward more supplies and stuff and so that and then they have the because i was going to like other art supply stores and yeah the paint was really great quality but this is a paint party. You don't need like artist quality paint to be poured on those plates. So the Michael's brand is completely fine. And I only introduced two brushes. I was teaching with one brush and people were freaking out because you can't paint with one brush. But so I just, just two, you have a flat and a round and that's all you need. And so I was just trying to make everything very simple. Artists, I know we want to try and like go into the whole technique and the whole strokes and stuff, but you have to keep it really simple. Okay, really keep simple. it simple. And do you, you choose the design or do you let them choose a design? Or It depends on what you're promoting. Like if you're going to say, you know, there's a local cafe that says, yeah, you can host a paint party here. You will need to choose a design. So like whatever, like I usually go with whatever theme, like if it's fall theme or winter theme, you're going to like promote that. And then that will help you be able to promote parties. So I did baby showers, weddings. I've done weddings. That was crazy. It was fun and crazy at the same time. Birthday reason, any reason. But then, then they choose. You could say, oh, well, what kind of theme do you like? And you would 
when I do kids' birthdays, I always ask the parents, what are their interests? What are they into? And so then I would create like a cute little design and send it over and they're like, yeah, let's paint that. And then you go from there. And they really like it when you ask them, what, what do you like? Let me create something just for your party. It's not something they're going to see like on Pinterest a thousand times. It's simply specific for them. Okay. That really sells. I gotcha. How are people finding these paint parties? How are you advertising it? I, I was advertising through Facebook. I was paying like $20 for, for like, ads. Uh, for ads. Okay. I would pay like $20 to rent it for like a week or two. Then you want to go, you go, when you're on Facebook, you just join all those groups. So like uh, in California, there's like um, the Riverside, like all these like social groups for each area around you. And so I would join and I would put my ad on there. And so not all the time did I need to pay for ads, but if you join groups, community groups, then you're able to like post your ad on there and people will call you. I, I still get texts, hey, do you still do paint parties? I'm like, I moved to California, but my daughter does. I'm so I send them over to my older daughter who heads out the paint parties out there now. Yeah. Oh, I love it. What are you charging for these? Like, what did you start out charging? And now what what are you charging now? And also what are the supply I, costs? I started out charging $25 per painter. And if, if they, if I'm ch- being called to a party, like it's their personal party, I charged like a travel fee. So it was like $50. And so $50 was like, all I needed was to buy the supplies for the party. And my minimum party was 10. So they need at least have 10 people. Okay. If they didn't, they still had to pay for 10 people. Ooh. And so, so you have, you have a contract and you, you make all the, like the guidelines, what they need. This is what you need for a party. And then, so now I charge $40 per person still at the 11 by 14. And then, but I do, my business also is a lot of fundraisers. So you want to hit schools, the PTAs, PFAs, whatever they're called, hit them up because those are really good fundraisers and I would charge $15 per head and then they could add whatever to make their profit. And so for like three years, I would do a Girl Scouts and they would have accumulation of all the Girl Scouts in that area. I had over 300 people. Oh and my god! And we had to separate them in three different paint parties that day. So like for like six hours, I'm doing paint parties straight and making bank and, <laughs> yeah so that that was a really good revenue and your costs are overhead super low I love it okay and so you would paint image ahead of time and you have that for example and then you would paint it with them right like step by mm-hmm. step and it would take what an hour two hours three hours well I would try to make it at least a 90 minute 90 um, okay. painting because I would have breaks in between so it'd stretch it out to two hours okay I gotcha. Oh, fun. Okay. So I think that's just a perfect way to get your feet wet, especially too. like, I mean, and like you made a full on business out of it, but it's a really yeah. good way to, for a new artist to get their feet wet in it, make some income, like get going. And like, cause it's typically very basic painter level. And it's just a really great idea for, I think people who are wanting to quit their day job and get into it. So thank you so much for going over that. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so let's see right now. You said you had a bunch of illustration stuff coming in. So mm-hmm. I remember, but was it about a year ago now? You did this adorable 
book for the, it was a, about a clown and I remember you saw yes. it, you showed it to me and I was like this is your thing why it was so well done and I was like oh Thank my you. gosh so like illustration that was a really good thing for you to get into so moving from California to Hawaii you don't need to be in a certain location for that so that's no. another idea for anybody who wants to quit their day job but me or maybe lives in a overly saturated area or an area that has like it's there's no people around for miles like getting illustration jobs how do you you get illustration jobs so everything that you tell us I try so I, I did thumbtack okay, <laughs> oh, okay great oh yeah thumbtack okay <laughs> thumbtack okay and you just target the services that you want to target on there so I've gotten two murals from there and then and then tons of illustrating like they try to send me logo things but I don't do logos so I just strictly illustration <laughs> yeah I just illustrations I started out at $40 per page. Okay. I, I now, actually don't know what the illustrations are or go for at all. Well, you think about it like they're actual paintings. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're drawing and you're sketching. And mm. even if you're doing it on your computer or hand painted, like I decided to do a watercolor illustrations. So I decided, you know, you can go switch back and forth between digital or whatever a medium you like. But those are actual drawings and paintings. It's a lot of time. So now I'm up to $90 a page. So I like the guy that just, I have it $90 because he needs it like ASAP. Yeah. Okay. And how much detail are going into each one? I would say a good amount of detail because you want to, you know, you want the illustration to portray whatever they're talking about in the story. This is one I've been working on. It's about a mouse in a cheese factory. So she's like, she's her. So sad. Her name is Wretched. And I didn't want to make her look ugly or anything. I wanted to make her cute and stuff. I don't know why her name is Wretched. Yeah. I didn't make I didn't create the story. But she's uh lives in a cheese factory. She's overhearing the the food safety guy saying he has to shut down the cheese factory because of all the mice that live there. So she's like crying and she's standing on some cheese because she you knows she's a mouse. And <laughs> yeah. so Oh, and she's so, crying. Yeah, I see. Yeah. Okay. It's a watercolor and then I scanned it to my computer. And because you want to make sure your images are 300 DPI for the printers. So I go and I upload it to Photoshop and I get that all transferred to whatever they need and then get it set up for them. And then I, then I will format it with the story. And so formatting with the story, I charge $400 extra. What's that? So, so that means like, so before I would just do the illustrations and send them on, you know, I don't have to do nothing. Well, now I'm getting authors that are like, can you just put the pictures with the story? Oh, okay. Well, you want me to to format your story. Yeah. So you have (laughs) to physically put that photo or the painting in with the words. So you're making the page. So now I'm doing that. And they send me like these authors, like write like in a whole paragraph form. And then I have to go in and I have to splice each area that's going to be a page that, and then highlight the areas I think that need to be illustrated. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. So you have a lot of control with this. I, I tell them like, how many pages do you want illustrated? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. All right. So I guess you just give them a price. Like, okay, we could like stick between this price yeah, and so do I this tell many. Them, this, is, this is how much per page. And I'm going to go in and I'm going to figure out how many pages you have in the story. 
And then I will highlight the areas that needed that I think need to be illustrated. I'm going to send it back to you. If you don't agree, then you tell me and you make the changes because I'm not the writer of the story. You are. So do you sketch them out first and send it to them or do you, and then add color or. Yeah. Um, so I sketch everything out. So everything's sketched out. I'll either sketch it on paper and then scan it or sketch it on the computer. And then I send them my idea and then they're like, Oh yeah, yeah. I like that. And then, then I'll add the color and I'll I'm like, this is the color scheme I'm going with. I'll just send them one page. And what do you think? Oh yeah. I like that. Or can you make this brighter or whatever they'll tell me. And then I'll make the changes. So that's, that's pretty much it's at first it was really, really, really simplified. And then now I'm getting a lot of authors that just want to write and then give me the, the freedom to, to do create what the they things. think. Huh. Okay. Yeah. That's fun. That's kind of Which fun is, though to do. It's fun and scary at the same time. Yeah. I'm trying not to be, I don't mind making a lot of money out of illustrations, but if you're, t- they're telling me I have a budget, well then you can't like, you have to be very specific. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my gosh. Hi, Mandy. Oh, my, my book editor, Amanda, she just commented. Hello. Hi. So she said, do you ever watermark your ideas that you send over? So do you put any kind of signature on them? I do put my signature on them. Okay. And I, I and with, that's the e- that. with the email, I put, you do not have permission to use this artwork until everything is paid for. Okay, I got you. That's a great question, Mandy. Thank you. Yeah, Yeah, you have to because I just, you never know. Okay, I got you. So if somebody wanted to have like free control over all the stuff, so like to have your your copyright, do you just charge more or like, so like, or do you always just keep the copyright on your stuff? That way they can't make it into t-shirts and stuff. I keep the copyright. They have the freedom to make as many books as they want. Okay. But if they want, cards or t-shirts done they need to come back to me okay I gotcha oh that's smart okay ways to make money from your previous work I love it yeah okay (laughs) yeah because I mean I came up with some really pretty really pretty book covers and and I was like those would make good cards well I don't want to give up that I don't you know Mm. I mean you can make as many books as you want but I think I'm going to use this image in some cards (laughs) Oh, I love it. Okay, so illustrative work and paint parties. And then you're also doing murals. So that's the, those are the things that you're... And I love that you're doing like a bunch of different things too because a lot of people think that in order to quit their day job and do that, they need to just do one thing and like they need to niche down and the money is... The riches are in the niches kind of a thing. But you're doing a lot of things. I'm doing a lot of things too. So I love to talk about it. So you're also doing murals. Talk. Tell us about your recent big mural project. How did you get it? Tell us about it. I got it from Thumbtack. Okay. It's a a building in Waikiki. It's it's about, I don't know, 14 stories high. And it's not that big compared to all the other ones. But it's right smack in the middle of, like, the Waikiki Walk. Next to Alavai, the river there, the canal. And so, anyways, they have, on the fifth floor, they have a whole, like, pool area, entertainment area. And the one of the board members and his wife wanted, like, something tropical- something that would give them their own oasis. And, but he was like, oh, I, my first price was like, this is what I charge per square foot. And he's like, oh, I can, we can never afford this. The board members would never go for this. I'm like, okay, I need more info. So I really want to be able to do something for you guys. What? 
And so we talked to more and I gave him a really good price just because, you know, this artwork's going to be like when everything's done, they're going to have the mag because they, a lot of those apartments in there get rented for Airbnb. So this will be used for promotion. And so I'm like, I want my artwork. <laughs> I want to be able to get in there. So hopefully when everything's done, then I can, then that can happen. So we're just waiting for them to fix the pool area so I can do the underwater ocean there and, and then I'll be done. Awesome. Yeah. So is that the one that you did where you were like, was it on the roof? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. That's a I big was kind of weird project. because, yeah, it's a big mirror project. I had other high rises above and every day they had windows cleaners and they're like whistling. Do you need help? I can come help. I'm like. no (laughs) oh my gosh that's funny okay that's so awesome that's such a dream career you're living in Hawaii doing your art (laughs) painting a mural on a sky rise (laughs) it's crazy I'm like at first I was like have I missed it am I too old you know I just turned 50 in October and no I'm not old (laughs) no not at all You're, you're doing the thing and yes. I'm, I'm sure like, even as I go from 20 to 30, my energy levels are going down a little bit, but that, but still like, it's, I don't feel 30. I'm sure you don't feel 50, you know, like, no, I don't. I yeah. kind of feel 30. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I'm like super, super excited. It feels like I was pretty busy in California with the paint parties. I did get boxed in with it, you know, just trying to keep branching out and stuff. It feels here like I'm able to do a lot more. Good. So um, it's just just crazy. So I'm super excited. I can't wait. I have a big show this weekend at um, the Ward Village. And so we'll see how that goes. That's exciting. It's a two-day event. Okay. And you're doing shows. Okay. So you are like, you're just putting your feet in all these different things and, you know, so yeah, when they're, they're paying off at different times, you know, like you just said, you, you got a bunch of illustrative requests here recently, and then you're working on a mural and you could possibly get more paint parties. Like it's all just kind of like working together to keep you busy. So for anybody listening, oh. if you're, you know, you're trying to figure out the things, maybe try, maybe do what Jody's doing, like try all the different things. Like, unless you absolutely know that you only want to do one thing ever, which I mean, I feel like as creatives, I, I'm always like, I want to bake and I want to do this and I want to try ink art. And like, is there such a thing as doing one thing? I don't, I don't know. No, I grew up, my mom was a cake artist. So oh, she was baked cakes. And as a little girl, she'd do wedding cakes and she'd call me, me and my sister into the kitchen and she would decorate our name. And then a long thing of like roses, flowers and stuff of frosting on our arms so we were all tatted up with frosting and we'd walk out licking our hands showing off to our friends and stuff <laughs> and I just remember like I want to do stuff like that like my mom was so creative like she sewed she baked she did so many things to make extra money as a house mom you know a home a housewife and so I just like that's what I want I want to be able to make money like that yeah it's like, it's work, but it's not, you know, it's like yeah. fun. <laughs> yes, it's fun. And you're able to 
who wouldn't want to taste their artwork every day? <laughs> <laughs> True. Okay, awesome. So I have one more question for you. Um, so I'm in the middle of writing this book, right? And we are in the last couple weeks of it. And we're getting it done. And so is there anything that I have said to you or that you've heard from another mentor or something that you has helped you go and quit your day job and do art full time? Is there any, any piece of advice that you think should for sure be included in this book? Yeah, believe in yourself. Like that's all you you always would talk about was like you gotta believe in your work. You know? You're the you know, as artists we have to we can't like just go off what other people are saying about us. You gotta believe in our work and follow your heart. Like I know it's scary to quit your day job, but isn't everything like any new thing that you start? Any new thing, yeah. Doing any new thing. I'm sure doing doing your first paint party was that kind of scary or doing yes I'm not like I am not like for the front person at yeah. all I'm not like an entertainer at all so I remember just like breathing deep breathes <laughs> and just like you could do this you could do this and you're like okay I'm just gonna paint my smile on and be like <laughs> yeah so it was just you know and yeah I mean of course you're gonna have your thoughts like do I even know what I'm doing no but it's okay <laughs> Yeah, that's so true. I feel like every new thing, you're just like, what? Even even writing this book, I'm just like, there's been times where I'm like, okay, just breathe. <laughs> like, we let's just put it out there and see what happens. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited for your book. I ordered it. Oh, I and, know you did. Uh, yeah, <laughs> shipping it to Hawaii. <laughs> yes, okay. I'm so excited to to read and I'm like everything that you've ever talked about. I know it's going to be in that book. You know, following your advice of just getting involved in in the community groups. I just got paid. Sorry. Oh, you just got paid just now. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, I love that. <laughs> I love the look of like genuineness on your face too. Of like seeing that pop down, you're like, oh yeah, like so exciting. <laughs> I love well, it. Yeah, he messaged me yesterday, so I'm like, I'm gonna in- get- send you an invoice, and I said, and I'm like this is how much I'm charging, blah, 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 blah. And I'm going, okay, what if he says, no, I just said that. <laughs> okay. Can I ask how much it was? Well, the down payment's $400. Woo! I love that. You just got a $400 yes. payment as we're on this. I love that. Okay. <laughs> so I, okay. Anybody watching, if you're new to Artist Academy, Artist Academy Advance, you've got to at least try one thing that Andrea has told us to do (laughs) at least one thing like that thumbtack thing I thought was a waste of time oh I love that no 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 Um, the shutdown brought out all kinds of authors all kinds people just wanting to get their art their story out there or collections of stories from their kids when they wrote when they're little I mean that's it, it brought all kinds of authors out and so the work is out there, get signed up and start putting, you know, some faith into what you want to do. I love it. That's a great way to end this. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing all of the different things you're doing and all the advice on there. I think it's going to really inspire somebody and especially maybe somebody that just moved or somebody who maybe thinks they're too old for some reason <laughs> and yeah. like, but you're not. And it's like, it could like all of those factors, you're, you still did it and you're doing it. And I love to watch yeah, your I, journey. Thank you. If, you guys think that you guys missed the boat, it is because I never did finish art school. 
and if you're too old or you just made some bad choices in life and you don't know you know if you're if you can do anything you can do anything you put your mind to you just got to believe in yourself and this, i do this for my kids i have a 31 year old a 29 year old a 26 year old and a 15 year old <laughs> i do this so that they know no matter what they do they can still go after their dreams I love that. Oh, Thank you. Good. You're such a such a role model to your kids and other artists. I love it. Thank you so much for Thank coming you. on. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. I'm excited. <laughs> good. Great. Awesome. Well, yeah, thank you again. And um, I hope you have a great rest of your Monday. I'll keep in touch with you in the Arts Academy Facebook group like we have been for the last two and a half years. Yes, definitely. <laughs> okay. I'll be, I'll be posting more pics soon. Okay. Sounds good. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Alrighty, that is it. Thanks for listening to another show all about how to quit your day job here on the Artist Academy podcast. Now, if you are inspired and you're like, all right, I'm raising my hand, maybe I need a little bit of help with my mural career or art career, selling things, finding customers, all the things, I would love to help you out. So just go to artistacademy.co. That's artistacademy.co co and you'll see a bunch of stuff you'll see a mural training you'll see a way to apply and join us for the fourth quarter success plan we have what you need to get you started in the art career because really once you get started then the rest is a lot easier it's just finding that starting point is really tough sometimes but yeah and also if you liked this episode and you want to review the podcast i would say thank you so much because I am offering a shout out on my Instagram for a podcast review. So if you review this podcast or if you share it on Instagram or anything, just tag me and I will shout you out on my Instagram of over 70,000 people, followers, you know. And so just basically just a thank you for helping me and I'll help you kind of a thing. Okay. All right. I hope you have a great rest of your week and I will see you next time.